Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Veterans Predicament Blog Talk Radio. Now, I'm trying to go on to Facebook Live at the same time, but as you guys know, these gadgets and gadgets, we just don't always get along, but I'm trying to figure it out because my daughter always say, work it out. Well, I'll figure it out. So, which kind of brings to the topic for today's show. So, first I want to thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me, waking me up, giving me the activities of my limbs. Doing much better now. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to get on with today's show. So, I just contacted my person that's supposed to be assisting me today. So, I hope she will be calling in very soon. Now, today's topic is one of those topics that many individuals do not like talking about. They have either experienced it, them themselves might be doing it, we've seen it, we learned it, and now we really need to do something about it. Now, today's topic is entitled Dealing with Envy. Now, many of you guys know, unless you're new to the show, that on Tuesdays is when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch where you will receive biblical teachings from someone in ministry as well as myself, Jeanette Abney, a licensed American family therapist. Now, some would say, well, Jeanette, why do we have to talk about envy? Now, envy is a feeling of discontent or resentment or longing aroused by someone else's possession, quality, or luck, and sometimes even their blessings or their anointing. Now, it's interesting because You would think that in the church you wouldn't see these things, but they even exist in that place where we fellowship and worship. I mean, there's nothing worse than to see pastors be envious of another or individuals being envious of the first lady or individuals in the church. And it's like, where is all of this stuff coming from and how did it originate? And what does the Bible even say or has to say as a result to envy. Now, a lot of times individuals get envy and jealousy kind of confused because it can go hand in hand. And we kind of seen that a lot even growing up. Now, when we talk about what's going to happen on today's show, you know, individuals may think that the grass is greener on the other side, but there's a saying that water your own grass, it might grow too. And not only that, when we start talking about envy, when an individual is on the other end of it, meaning that a person is envious of them, they can be in trouble and not even know it. So we're going to be talking about how to identify if a person is envious of you. You know, growing up, especially in large families, when you have so many individuals that People say that they compete against. You really shouldn't have to compete against family members. But we've seen envy in when we talk about all throughout people's lives, whether it's in their family, whether it's at work, within their employment, and even in their neighborhood. Sometimes you'll find neighbors that may be envious of another where one neighbor might buy a brand-new Suburban or a truck, and then now you, you drive down the street and everybody on the street got the same type of car. You're like, really, really, what's going on here? Now, 
when we talk about that, and even looking at it from just in life, but in a relationship, sometimes you might have a hot boo or a beautiful, attractive woman, and somebody may be envious of that, but they don't know what it takes to keep that person or to maintain that person, because some people can be high maintenance. So I don't want what other people got when it comes to stuff like that. And also, there are cases where individuals are envious of other people's finances, meaning we have the have and the have not, but the have may be envious of the have not because they feel as if they have no responsibilities, and the individuals that don't have may be envious of those that do have. So it looks like Lady T has joined in, so let me log her on to the show so we can talk about this topic. Good morning, Lady T. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Well, I want to thank you for helping me with today's topic because I was kind of stuck. You know how you, you have these brain <laughs> freeze. You're like, okay, what am I going to talk about? And I still, I'm getting, I'm procrastinating more and more, and I really need to stop that. But part of that is, I'm going to say, if individuals are envious of me, it sucks being me sometimes. <laughs> it really okay. If they want it, they can have it. Because I'm just like, some days, lady, see, I don't even want to get up out the bed because I don't want to deal with some of the stuff that I have to deal with, with phone calls. Oh, right. You know, I got landlords right. calling me from leasing buildings. Do you want this size? 600 square feet. Five. I'm like... Man, I, I told them, man, I'm going to go on a show at 1130. I'll call you after the air, and then we can meet, and we can do a floor plan. We can... People don't have a clue as to what some individuals have to deal with on a day-to-day basis, and especially in the church. Because you know today, Tuesday, when we do the show from the pulpit to the couch, but Lady T, yes. let's talk about this a little bit. First, let's start off with family. You know, because I can recall as a kid, and somebody would have something and you would want it, or people would say, oh, I'm mm-hmm. just so jealous, and they made it seem like that was something cute, or it was mm-hmm. excusable mm-hmm. because you wanted maybe a toy, or a person might right. have had an extravagant birthday party, you know, and now we got mm-hmm. these, we had these shows where kids were turning, they were teenagers turning 16, and Parents were buying them BMWs and Mercedes, and and I'm just like, wow, you know. And I'm I'm thinking about my granddaughter on her way to college, and her mom wanted to give her a charger. She don't want the charger. She wants a, a Honda, a Honda, or want my Mercedes. And I'm like, you don't need mm-hmm. no Mercedes driving to to college. I don't even want to get an oil change. You gotta buy uh, what do you call it? Ninety one gas. You don't want to pay them. Right. Money. Right. But if, if she goes to college in a Mercedes, people are going to be envious of her. And sometimes people right. are envious of even your look, you know, right. trying to maintain that. So let's start with the family. How do you deal with family envy? Wow, yeah, that's that's a, a, a tough thing because, you know, you, you do have um, family that would be, envious of you and you wouldn't know but then later you'll hear you know they said this about you they said that why why would you 
Talk about your own sister or brother. I mean. I know. I know. You know know. why? And then I'm like, oh, but instead of being, you know, talking to you about or being, they'll say something. Like, I got a lot um, that I thought my kids were better than everybody else. No, I don't. Just because I dress them and comb their hair. I don't think they're better than everybody. (laughs) You know, I, you know, I didn't, I never thought that. You said just because you know, I dress up and comb their hair. Wow. Yes. That is, I that, mean, I didn't that's think. Cute. Yeah, I didn't. But that's what I'm saying. You never know what people are jealous of. And it could, it's the littlest thing, the smallest things. That it could, it's the dumbest things, but they don't know what you went through. Nobody knew what I went through for mm-hmm. me to be able to even dress them or, you know, have their hair done or, or buy them nice things. They don't know what I've been through. To get to where I was because I I struggled in the beginning. You know, Mm -hmm. their father, you know, wasn't right, left, left, you know, and I had to raise them. So you don't know what I had to do to raise them. I had some hard times. I had some good times. You don't know, you know, what I went through to feed them, you know, to clothe them, to keep a roof over their head. You know what I mean? And you know what? People be envious for no reason. Mm -hmm. They don't even know what they're envious of. They just on the outside looking in. That's that right there. You on the outside looking in where you think it looks all good, but you don't have a clue. And, and and it's really sad when it first, like I said, comes from your family because, right. you know, many individuals, you all have the same opportunities, but some individuals take different paths in life. You know, and especially if you grow up in a home, like I grew up in a home where it was just me and I had two sisters. And I didn't know how my sisters felt about me until I became a young adult. And, mm-hmm. But the same sister that kind of felt that way, I think that we, she and I were always closer because I've never looked at her that way. I didn't even know. And all she wanted was a big sister. But you know, when you're a teenager, you're not trying to hang out with your siblings. You have your own friends. And then right. my two younger sisters, they bonded together, but my baby sister was on a whole nother level, you know. And But I knew that growing up, but it, it's just, it's, it's a lot when you're dealing with family. It's really, really a lot. And it's not yes. just a person who says, well, I used to hear people say, well, you think you're better. No, 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 but let me find Sammy so I can tell him to change all the information. No. Huh? Let me find the cell phone for Sammy so I can tell him to change all the information. Okay. Let me see. Now, when we talk about envy and the definition of envy, they look at it as, or they define it as a painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another. Now, thinking that another person had an advantage. So that's kind of what it looks mm-hmm. like, you know. Well, they parents can afford to give them these things, or they got a big house, or they got this, or they got that. Now, mm-hmm. the desire, when we talk about this advantage, enjoyed by another, joined with the desire to possess the same advantages. Right. I remember right. I was talking to my daughter, and you know that you've been knowing me. I've been saying I was going to buy me a home in Minifee. Now, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Like, I can't afford to do it. I can't. But I don't want to be paying no four, five thousand dollar month mortgage, not by myself, you know. So, and I remember my friend's day before he passed. He was like, "You know, why do you want to do that when you can just remodel your house you in? Why do you gotta?" And it wasn't I, I was doing because I wanted to impress someone. It was 
because I wanted more. I wanted something different. And I felt like I worked hard enough to get it. And a lot of us individuals get upset with you about that. So when we start talking about these things, and I know my phone is, is like, Mm-hmm. When we talk mm-hmm. about these things, sometimes we deserve it. We we deserve it. And I'm not saying right. that it makes the other person feel good to make other people feel bad because that's not always the case. So family is one thing. What about in the workplace? How do you deal with it in the workplace, Lady Kate? Wow. Yeah, now that's that's on a whole nother level because if somebody is envious of you in the workplace, you need to be careful. You need to make sure you cover your bases. Make sure you, if you got passwords to something, make sure ain't nobody looking over your shoulder or nothing because folks will try to sabotage you and then they will swoop in and try, you know, to put in day two saying or say, oh, well, I got it. I cover, I can cover it or I got this. You know, they'll try to use your material, your information and try to make you look bad. And the next thing you know, you're getting demoted because somebody wants your position. But see, the thing about being envious of someone, when you get that position, you don't know what to do with it because it does not belong to you. Don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. Because you know what I always said, and we talked about this last night, what God has for me is for me. And what God has for you is for right. you. And a lot of times we want more. When I see somebody and they got a, a expensive car, and I remember telling a young lady this one time. I was like, you know what? Like, oh, he got a this. I said, yeah, and he got a car note. You know, <laughs> or you see a person and you, you know, because if you get it, how you go keep it? How you go right. maintain it? When I tell individuals that I own two corporations with five locations, that's not to brag. I'm paying leases on buildings that I don't even go to because I'm sitting right now in my kitchen area. Well, I'm not even in an office, but I still got to pay rent. You know, <laughs> when I got to pay these property right. taxes, houses, it is not the brag. It, it's just one of those things. And even when you start talking about not only in, in your job, you know, that's important because individuals do a lot to try to get to the top. But yeah, they you can't do. Now, one of my childhood friends just put on here, we must let God guide us to the blessing. That is true. That is true. Because, like I said, what God has for you is for you. Individuals are envious in that spirit. You know, it's one of those things like, is it a sin to be envious? Is it okay to have Mm -hmm. a little jealousy? Some people get jealousy mixed up with envy, but it's two different things. Yes. Yes, What did you say, Lady T? I said, yes, it is, but they were, they are in the same family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. Now, let's talk about it in the church, Lady T. How does oh, Lord. Reef in the church. <laughs> oh, wow. It is very bad because you'll get somebody that will lock in on something or someone or somebody's position, and they want that mm-hmm. position. They'll, they'll go, they'll do, they'll, they'll reap all kind of havoc. Like we talked last week about the Jezebel spirit, they'll carry that spirit and they'll wreak all kinds of havoc in the church to get the position you got because they feel like it should be theirs. It be- it belongs to them that God said they really should have it, and it's not mm-hmm. true. I know I know about this very well. 
someone wanted, you know, to be the first lady, wanted to do all this stuff. But here we are years later. You still ain't in the position because you don't you don't know what that position holds. You want to, you know, you want my life. You want my husband. You want my kids. You want, you know, you want. But see, when you want what somebody else got, you better be careful. Can you maintain what they got? Do you know what they went through to get what they got? Do you have the kind of money they have to pay for the things that they have? Do you have all that? Can you back this person up? Can you back that person up? If they fall, can you back them up financially, spiritually, and physically? I mean, you ain't looking at none of that. All you're looking at is what that person is giving, and you're looking at, oh, they don't deserve them. That's all you're thinking is they don't deserve their position or they don't deserve their husband or wife or they don't deserve those kids or they don't deserve to be where they are. And you don't know what nobody deserves because God gave it to them. Thank you. You don't know. You don't what deserve it, it because you are jealous and envious where of they it. are. Mm-hmm. You know what? And it's funny you said that because you're talking about husbands. I had husbands that I was mm-hmm. giving away. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Uh, I can't deal with this right now. You know, right. and, and that's the so, thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you said it. If you want them, you can have them. You don't. You, you don't. Have have them. Them. You don't know what I went through at home. You don't know what I went through at home. You don't know what I had to do. Just because I got a smile on my face and I carry myself very well because I'm class all day and not trash, you that don't you don't know. I like that. I'm class, not trash. Wow. You know, I remember and when you said that, I thought about something. I remember in high school there was a young lady that I knew she didn't like me, and every time I was around her and she would try to get other people to to gang up with her, and then one time a childhood friend told me that years ago, she told me 30 years later, that she went outside one day and saw the young lady and a bunch of her friends down the street wanting to jump me. And my, I called it my grandma. My grandma told me this. I said, why you didn't tell me when it happened? She said, mm, I told them, y'all don't want to do this. Y'all do not want to do this because yes, you're fighting. And her family ain't playing with you. But it was crazy because this woman had got into an argument with auntie at work mm-hmm. and my auntie lost her job. Then my best friend, when I became an adult, I went to her daughter, her, her kid's father's funeral. And I ran into the same woman. And it seemed like no matter what you do, sometimes you can't avoid certain people or situations. So I'm at this funeral and didn't even know that the girl, the young lady was related to my friend's baby father. I didn't know. So she came up to me as we were at the cemetery, and I said, Lord, I don't know why this young lady hated me all my life. I don't know what I did to her. I thought it was something my mama did. Maybe my mama knew her daddy or something. I didn't know what it was or why she hated me. That girl came up to me. I ain't kind of girl, but she's a young lady. That young lady came up to me, Lady T, and said, Jeanette, I hated you all my life. I couldn't stand you. And I looked at her and I said, what did I ever do to you? I mean, all middle school, high school, she tried to make my life a living hell. She said, you took my very first boyfriend. I said, Ooh. Where your gift card at? She told me, she said, I liked you all my life, and you took him. I said, I never knew you liked him. Girl, you could have had him a long time ago. You know, and this woman carried that pain 
and she finally released it when we were like in our thirties. I'm like, really? You hated me for twenty some years for that? I never knew. Never knew. I knew she didn't like me because of the way she acted and the things she would do around me in my presence, but I was never intimidated by her. But she held it for that long. So the point that I'm trying to share in regard to that story, is sometimes individuals can hold on to that and it can eat them up. When you so busy watching what another person has, who they with, what they doing, what they lifestyle. And I think that social media makes it even worse. What is your take on that, Lady T, when we start talking about even with social media? Because individuals are posting things now. They're posting like their family and their life is just great. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Lady T had to take care of some business. She's no longer on the line. So. Oh, okay, Maria. <laughs> How you doing, Maria? <laughs> I'm doing well. I call you How Lady you? Okay, Lady Kim. I know you know about Envy, too. So my <laughs> question course. to you, Miss Maria, with social media and individuals are doing all of this posting on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and making it seem like mm-hmm. their life is just great, and you got individuals out there that are just hating, that are jealous, and they're envious because they don't know what that person is going through or they don't even really know they realize. What is your take on that when we start talking about even with social media, even in the church? Well, first of all, people have to realize that social media, nine times out of ten, is hype. Uh, mm-hmm. It's to draw attention. Things are put on there to draw attention. Like, for instance, if you are um, trying to support a business and you want to draw attention to that business, you're going to hype up to be more than what it is in order to get the people to come and check out what you got. So mm-hmm. in real life, relationship-wise, um, people tend to perpetrate something, a false identity, a false uh, livelihood in order to draw attention because they like that attention. They feed on it. And mm-hmm. then it becomes something out of control to where when they're called on it, when they're put on the carpet, uh, they can't back up what they're saying. Because when you come into their reality, their reality is cat raggedy. <laughs> you know? You said just cat raggedy. They posted all of this it stuff, is. making it up. You know, and you're like, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, that it's just true. like having those fake relationships. People go out like, oh, we all cool together. Then when you get home, they're a hot mess. They're fighting and throwing down. It's crazy. <laughs> and then people... And then you have the people looking at what you're presenting in public, and they're like, oh, God, I want to be like that. I want that lifestyle. I want to be mm-hmm. with somebody like that. And so they go after that person, and when they get with that person, they find out that person ain't got nothing. They don't even have a job. They can't support themselves. They're with somebody who's doing all the supporting. And then you end up with a hot mess. It's happened so many times. That's what he does wait, to you. Wait a minute, Lacey. Maria, Maria, you said... You wanted that man so bad he ain't even got no job. <laughs> yeah, he's perpetrating. He's being taken care of by somebody else because and he bamboozled her. And then when you get yeah, up, he's going to be bad at you. Person. You messed up his birthday. Wow. Okay. Wow. They bamboozled the last person to get what they want, and that person is carrying them. And you think that, that he's got all the clout, and then you find out, oh, that's a lie. He got jacked. <laughs> 
And now you end up being the supporter. <laughs> so that's why you should never envy what somebody else got. You'd be like, oh, that's nice. Thank you. Move on. Live your life. Build up your own identity. <laughs> Don't rely you on somebody what? else because you, you have you no idea what? where that you're going to end up. That is so true because then that person is upset because you done messed up that you done came in and do a little song and they stuff. Because they, you know, everything that glitters is not gold. And now you look got this person. I don't care if it's the pastor, the deacon, the first. And now you can't maintain okay. it. And now they mad at you. Exactly. Because you done messed it up. And, and it's bad okay. because, you came you know, to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Look, you came okay. to me thinking I have something. And now uh-huh. you done messed up what I got because you can't maintain what I thought, what you thought I had. <laughs> what you thought I had. Well, if somebody just posted on Facebook and it says, how about being hated by a female and you weren't even interested in the guy? That is true, too. That is true, too. When you can be, when somebody don't like you or they mad at you because somebody is interested in you and you're not even interested in them. You know, all my life okay. I've had male friends. And I've never been promiscuous. Same here. But I've Same always here. been around a bunch of men. Even to now, you know, I still know a lot of male guys. And their wives or their will hate me for no reason. I'm like, I'm not trying to get with this person. Me and this person, we exactly. just cool. We can hang out. We can go do things together. We can. But individuals are mad because they're not you. But the problem is, Maria, it can become just, it can become dangerous because when you got somebody out That's there, it. like they even made lifetime movies of people who have killed people, kidnapped them, tried to be their friends, and no one they didn't want to be that person's friend. All they wanted to do was destroy that person. So one of the things that I've done in my in my adult life, because as a teenager, I didn't know no better, but I'm very careful even to the company I keep. Very careful. Very careful who I let in my business, who I let in my home. Uh-uh. You can't let people get that close to you because we also have strife and pressure and jealousy. I want share when we are talking about eating in the Bible, and I'm looking at something that talks about Christianity.com. And it talks about the biblical definition of envy as following. Seeing jealousy over the blessings and achievements of others, especially the spiritual enjoyment and advances of the kingdom of Christ, freely and gracefully, graciously bestowed upon the people of God. In the Old Testament, they gave examples of sin, of jealousy, and then he put the rivalry of Joseph's brothers over the favor that Joseph received at the hand of God. And in Genesis 37, 12 through 36, and in Acts 7, 9, and Saul's animosity was David for his physical and spiritual power. And you know what? And that's another thing, too, because people are jealous of people's talent, gifts, and attributes. Now, envy is inevitably leads to personal harm and debilitation affecting one's physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being. So it can eat you up. And also it indicates in um, Job 5, 2, and in Proverbs 14, 30, unchecked, meaning if that envy is unchecked, it gradually leads to a a destructive and remorseful way of life. 
So those of you that are out there, and if you're having a little bit of jealousy or a little bit of envy of what somebody else got, knock it off because it can destroy you, eat you up, and when individuals become remorseful. Now, like I was saying earlier, Maria, they got movies about women, and sometimes you see college women, women in college where they stole their friend's identity, you know, kidnapped them, tortured them. I'm like, really? But I remember having a young lady when I was a teenager that tried to be my friend, and I started seeing what she would say to my mother, how she would try to... I have to get it. Okay. And the whole time, <laughs> and the whole time as a kid, I didn't know that she was envious of me because I didn't know what envy meant. But I thought mm-hmm. she was trying to be my friend, but she didn't want to be my friend. She wanted my life. Right. She wanted what I had. Right. And it's funny because right. the guy that that I was dating at the time. When I talked to him before my birthday, he shared with me how I saw her at a picnic or they was whatever. And I said, you know what? I started to drive by that park. If I would have drove by that park, they would have had a fit. He was like, no, she would have been happy to see you. No, she wouldn't have. Uh-uh-uh. I don't play with people like that. <laughs> now, someone wrote on Facebook, it says, yes, we all have a lot of male friends. It doesn't mean that we're dating them. And every guy that crossed our path may be to minister to. And that is true. Because they can uh-huh. learn a lot from you. Now, I'm going to tell the person that's contacting me on Facebook live, you know you can call in. You don't have to be shy. You can call in and join us in on this conversation. Because this needs to, <laughs> it really needs to stop. Envy can be traced all the way back one of the Ten Commandments. And that yes. is, thou shall not covenant. That's right. Talk about that a little bit. That's right. You're not supposed, that is, that's a serious thing. You're not supposed to cover what somebody else has because how, why would you cover what somebody else has? That's saying you're not happy with what God blessed you with mm-hmm. because you want what he blessed somebody else with. And that's mm-hmm. not okay because, you know, God gives us the abilities. God gives us the ability to receive what he has given us. He gives us uh-huh. the ability to go out to work for what we have, you know, to hustle for what we have. He gives us what we need for it. And when other people come and they covet and want that, you know, that's an insult to God. <laughs> because what are you saying? You don't appreciate what I'm doing for you? Mm-hmm. You one know, of the and, and, that, and it's dangerous because nowadays it's dangerous. You want to covet and with somebody else, somebody will kill you. Somebody will kill you over their husband, over their wife, over their family, over mm-hmm. their their whatever they own, their house, their cars. People will kill you over those things. <laughs> so you better be careful because I'm glad uh-huh. God saved me because I was gonna I was gonna do some damage, but you know He delivered me from that. It reminds me. I remember my baby sister said, "I ain't no B.I.T.C.H. mess up my mortgage." <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. you my gotta be careful. You do mm, need to I don't want careful. nothing really nobody do. else has. Uh-huh. No, I don't want anything anybody else has. I'm happy with what God blessed me with. And if somebody feel like they have to have my life and want it, well, you know what? By all means, come get it. Because you know what? I was told that if you try to take something, 
that God has given somebody, he going to kill you dead. So guess what? Go ahead. If you want to die, go ahead and touch it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Now, the Facebook person indicated, she said, they want to strip us of our power but can't handle our gifts. And that is true. Mm-hmm. That That is so true. Like true. I said, I mean, things that have happened in my life, it ain't like I asked for it. It ain't like I, I mean, right. yeah, I went to school, I got an education. I was talking to mm-hmm. a, a male friend of mine last night, and he was telling me about a book about investing in stocks because I need to mm-hmm. do some other stuff with what I got going on. And, um, right. and he was sharing that information with me, and he's very business-minded, and I appreciate that. And when he called me yesterday out the blue, he said, you know what, Jeanette? You're one of the only females I feel comfortable talking to. But that's my wow. personality. That is my personality. Uh-huh. Now, right. when we when we start talking about the thou shall not covenant and divine laws given to Moses in the Old Testament, this commandment uh-huh. directly relates to deadly sin envy. We are instructed to not desire the possessions or attributes of others. Joyce Myers said that, and the other person just put on Facebook, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. And that is so true. We have evil doers out there, whether we realize it or not. And in both the Old and New Testament, there are mentions of envy and stories associated with it. Abel and Cain, you know, Rachel and Leah, we got all kinds of stories in the Bible that relates to that. But the one thing that they don't talk about much is it's often with a dramatic consequence. The consequences. I've seen so many times where individuals have broke up homes, have hooked up with their friends or cousins, husbands, and got pregnant by their sisters, baby daddy, and nothing good came of that. Absolutely nothing. It's nope. dangerous. It is very, very dangerous. You know, like I said, everything that glitters is not gold. And you may think you go get what that person got thinking, oh, will he take care of her? Or, oh, you know, she's good to her husband. Right. I want her. I wish I had a woman like that. You know, I've been married and even twice I've had my husband's best friend try to hit on me. And I'm like, really? The first time... I, it kind of bothered me. The second time I thought I was being set up, I was like, uh, is he trying to, you know, see if I would, and, and neither time did I fall for it, but they, one guy was the best man at my wedding, and then you go mm-hmm. wait and be like, your husband don't deserve you. <laughs> what are you right. talking about? <laughs> so, right. when we go to the book of Genesis, envy is declared to be the motivation behind Cain murdering his brother. Abel and Cain, Abel basically, or Cain is the Abel because God favored Abel's sacrifice and one of the first stories of the Bible. And we are informed of the destructive power and the wickedness that evil or envy can cause. It can drive people crazy. Now, these are some of the things that they indicate, Lady T, and let's go over this in regards to the consequences. Because at the end of the yeah. day, it's not worth it. It's really not, it's not worth it. And it's not. envy denies your uniqueness. How you can you be unique at the expense of wanting to be somebody else or have what that other person has? 
Now, in Psalm yeah. 39, 13 through 16 says, you made all the delicate inner parts of, your, of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Your marksmanship is marvelous. You watch me as I wove it together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born, and every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And that's in the, um, in the Bible. Now, envy blinds you to your own giftedness and uniqueness, meaning you can't be who God meant for you to be if you try to wear the shoes of another. You know what? What people gotta understand is, it's okay to admire somebody. Just don't mm-hmm. envy them. It's mm-hmm. okay. There's a there, that's a big difference to admire someone and to envy them. Some people get mm-hmm. it mixed up. No, it's okay to admire. If someone like what I wear and they want to dress like me or they like to wear their hair, that's okay. But when you mm-hmm. start stepping over the line, when you coming in and you completely me from head to toe all the time, and then you trying to, you know, do the things I do with my husband and my family. You know, that, that's, that's crossing the line when you do that kind of stuff. So we have to back up and start doing that stuff because, like you said, in the end, it ain't going to work out for you. It's not going to work out the way you planned it in your head. It's not going to work out the way that you thought it out. It's not going to happen. It's not, it's not going to happen. You said the thing. You said Cinderella. Uh, you might wind up being Godzilla by the time that's supposed to get done with you. You know what? Right. I want to say thank you. What am I? Um, the young lady that's posted on Facebook. It's interesting because I remember I used to um, be friends with her sister when we were in middle school. And she would watch us and the things we would do. And, and you know what? Thank you. Thank you. I don't say it's thank you. Now, and that is true. It's okay to admire. It's okay to even want them to be um, your mentor. I've had clients right. that I was their therapist, and they'll say, you know what, Jeanette? I don't want you to be my therapist. I want you to be my mentor. Because they knew as a therapist there was only certain things that I can do in regards to boundaries and um, counter-transparency and transparency. But they respected me as a mentor and wanted to, you know, learn from me. And I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't have a problem with that. Now, another right. thing that Izzy does is Izzy divides your attention. You get so focused on the other person, you lose focus on what God has for you. Your attention right. is divided. And you don't want to live that life. Like I tell people, sometimes I get up in the morning, my body be hurting so bad, girl, I got a whole, I'm not taking a bunch of doctor's medication. The only doctor medication I take is for high blood pressure. You know, but I done went and bought me stuff for arthritis to help me with my bones, help me with my joints, help me with this. <laughs> I told my God brother. I'm waiting on him to come over here today to help me figure out how we're going to lift this pool table so I said I can work out my arthritis by shooting pool in my own house because I can't go nowhere and shoot pool right now. He me mm-hmm. cracking up. I said, I need to buy me a bedroom set. I said, but I want to buy me a, a sleep number bed, but I want a bed that's going to eject my big butt up out the bed when I got to get up. He said, sis, really? <laughs> you trying to get ejected out the bed? I don't want to get up in the morning, so I want the bed to just push right. the button and boom, my butt fall on the floor. You know, right. but I thank God that I'm in a position now 
to where I can buy what I want. I can do what I want. I don't have to run right. down these highways and byways. And, and I, I was doing it because I enjoy working with people, but I don't have to do right. that anymore. I, I really don't. So right. I'm good. I, I'm good. But I'm going to tell you, though, sometimes girl, it hurts. It sucks me and me. <laughs> My body be like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Your fingers, right. your toes, this don't act right. But again, envy defines your attention, meaning you cannot follow God's purpose and focus on another person at the same time. You get divided allegiance, and then you don't get anything done in your life because you're so busy waiting on other people's stuff. This phone just keep ringing. And I know clients are calling me trying to schedule appointments. Yeah, so. It ain't working for you because it ain't yours. It's not yours. It's not yours. And Jesus said, "What you try to take, but eventually, what you try to take, the person, if they want it back, they're gonna get it back because God promised it to them, not you." Girl, they gonna come back. They gonna come back like a boomerang. Now, Jesus right. says in Matthew six twenty four, "No one can serve two masters, for you will nope. hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other." You cannot serve God and enslave, be enslaved to money. And a lot of times what yeah. happens is you become enslaved to what other people got. You become enslaved right. to, you know, my daughter and I, we have this conversation often. She called me this morning when I was getting up. She told me, she said, if I can't get no sleep, you can't get no sleep. And it was funny because I was up, but I just didn't get out of bed because I, I still need my eject button to push me on the floor. And we were mm-hmm. talking about, she was talking about her job, but I was talking about her retirement. First, she said she yeah. has to work 50 years. I said, you don't have to be work 50 years to retire from the, from the sheriff's department. So we have this conversation <laughs> because I'm trying to get her in a position to where she can later do what she wants to do. Now, she knows she can always fall back on my company. She knows that because I started the company for her, not for me. But I'm trying to just keep things going. And she was like, Mom, we need to find some apartment complex. Mom, and I'm good with that. But then I also got to remember I'm 55 years old. I mean, right. I was telling a friend of mine, I guess we got the green mouth blood. You know, we're going to be around here for a while. But I want to make sure <laughs> that I'm able to still be a blessing to other people as well right. as not have my children thinking that they have a sense of entitlement or that I'm supposed yeah. to do these things. Because ain't nobody paying them student loans back but me. <laughs> in a place right. on this stuff. Right. If, they told you, if God say Jeanette and I gotta do like Joe, honey, I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm good. It's not that serious. Another thing with yeah. envy, envy wastes your time and energy. And if these yeah. if it's enthusiastic, oh, I can't even say it right. Four forty eight four four verse four forty eight. I have also learned why people work so hard and it's because they envy the things their neighbor have. But it is useless. It's like chasing the wind. Now, you yeah, don't want to be trying to keep up. My mother used to say keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't know what that meant. I was like, who the hell are the Joneses? You know, they made so many different songs, me and Mrs. Jones and Jones this and Jones that. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to right, keep up right. with the Joneses, you may not have the Joneses pocketbook. 
That's what I'm saying. You wearing you wear you gonna wear yourself out, you're gonna make yourself look old, your weight gonna fluctuate, go up and down, you're gonna be looking crazy, and you're gonna be robbing Peter Pay Paul to go buy a dress you think a dress or a suit you think she or he might like. You're gonna be killing yourself. You're gonna be messed up financially, gonna end up having to move back home with mama and then you're gonna be looking crazy. Then you are, then you you know neglecting your own family, your own kids because you trying to you trying to get somebody else's life. Yeah. What? That's crazy. The fourth thing that they indicate, Lady T, envy leads to every other sin, and you just spoke on that a little bit. Yes. Because envy can destroy yes. everything and everyone around you, and the Bible says yes. where jealousy and selfish abomination. Mm-hmm. There is order, yes. unrest, rebellion, yes. and every evil thing, and that's in James three sixteen. Because what happens is you start lying, stealing, and killing to try to keep up right. something that's not for you. Right. Because if it's right. for you, it's not going to be that complicated. See, it took no, me a while not. to realize where I'm at in life is where I'm supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. it comes, lady it, it comes, uh, T, I'm sitting up this morning. I had a nine o'clock session. After I got up this morning oh. and did my little exercises, I was running late, girl. I'm taking the braids out my hair while I'm doing therapy, talking to a client at the same time on Zoom. You know, <laughs> most therapists they want to be makeup done, hair done. Girl, I've got tweed braids in my hair, talking to my client <laughs> who was taking my hair. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I didn't even to, eat I'm to to now. Girl, wait a minute. Before the show, I'm eating a bowl of Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though I went to Walmart, bought all kind of food, but I'm okay with that. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. And when we start talking about at the heart of every problem is a problem of the heart, and envy is a heart problem. You don't love yourself. When you're envious and you're so busy looking to what other people have because you're not satisfied right. with what's going on in your life. And how right. can God bless say, you when you got all this going on? Now, what was I was going to say that everyone, whoever it is, if you're listening, if you're not listening, and the ones that are listening, share it with somebody. Re-examine your Life, because what you have to understand is when you covet and envy what somebody else has, you're not just ruining their life; you're ruining the people they're attached to's life. You're mm-hmm. not; you're tearing down families, households, mm-hmm. you know, churches, you know, whole. You're tearing down businesses, all that stuff. You're not just tearing. It's not just, oh, I want that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have that. No, that's not it. It's it's more than that. You're tearing down a whole you you're just causing a lot of damage. So mm-hmm. and if you're doing that, it's not God telling you. God will not tell you that somebody else's husband or wife or somebody else's kid or somebody else's business or somebody else's car or somebody else's clothes, somebody else's shoes is yours. God is not going to tell you that. And so you better recognize and know that that's the enemy telling you that and he's setting you up for failure because after he allow you to get that, if he, if you do get that, and you don't listen to the enemy, guess what? The wages of sin is death, and guess what his price is? Your life, your yes. soul. So then you got to give that up. That's true. So just, That's true. J- just you better think about this thing 
Okay, so you yeah. you better go and ask God to remove that from you before you cause a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. You know what, my mother and it ain't worth it. Me, my mother used to tell me, messing with married men ain't gonna do nothing but bring you sickness and death. And that always yeah. made me open up my eyes. I'm like, I don't want nobody else's husband. Because first of all, yeah, God yeah, no. that that's husband. That man is already taken that that's going to be your husband. Right. God ain't going to tell you that. Right. And because right. God is a man and he shall not lie. Now, when we start right. talking about this, and I said, and I believe, now this is Jeanette belief, that a lot of this is a mm-hmm. behavior. Because many of us watched it. You know, like I said, my mother was a hot man. Yeah, she was. But my mother was no joke. But my mother, it was a learned behavior because my mother learned it from my grandmother. And I don't know if my grandmother got it from her mama, probably did. But I wanted to break yeah. that spirit. And I see my daughter yeah. do things yeah. differently yeah. than I do. Yeah. But by that same token, I just, I, I, I was too scary. I was like, mm-mm, I, yeah. I don't want to go out like that. Yeah. I was and, yeah. So a and another thing, mm-hmm. no, another thing that you you had said that envy and, and all of jealousy and coveting, all of that leads to other sins. Now, what yeah. what another thing that's very important that that we need to understand too, as men and women of God and other ones that's out there, when you just because the other party. The, the married female or the married male, just because they interact and just because they end up sleeping with you, that don't mean they want you and they love you. That's not what that means. That don't mean they're going to give you what they gave their wife or husband. That's not what that means. That just means, okay, you want to play, I'm going to play with you. Yep. That's but I can't, I can't promise you nothing. Can't give you nothing. And you know what? And I know that you don't get to spend the holidays with them. They forget about your birthdays. All them important yeah. family events that, that you want to show them off. And I'm yeah. going to be with you. I know people that will but break up with you because they you post them on Facebook. They didn't want nobody to know that they was with you. Right. But, the, but see, some of them do. Now, you know my situation. Some of them, they'll spend the holidays with you. They'll take you out on your birthday. They'll buy your clothes and shoes to look good. They'll buy you everything. But can you walk with them in public? Hmm. Wow. Can you walk wow. up and kiss them in public? No. Can you hold yeah. their hand and stroll on the beach? No. But that's what any man that any man that cheats you know, a cheat and a woman in the position that cheats, of course they'll whine and dine you. They'll buy you whatever you want. But but you they, ain't gonna, they ain't gonna let Harvey, nobody know they're with you. Steve Harvey said it best. If you don't want a man to cheat, don't cheat with him. Just don't cheat with right. him. Like you know what? I'm the one. I, I can't go out with you like that. Now I want to give listeners, and this information is coming from ActiveBeat.com, and it talks about nine ways to prevent envy from negatively impacting your life. Like I said, to me, I always thought it was a learned behavior. I thought that. When I would see young women that had this gold digger attitude, or I'm a skill man, mm-hmm. a lot of that they mm-hmm. tell their mothers do it, their aunties do it. You don't just wake up in the morning and think, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get away with it. So it came from somewhere, and you have to stop that spirit. Now, even mm-hmm. jealousy, negative emotion that surfaces when you compare what you have to others. And again, right. it's left unchecked. It's to make a life miserable. You will be miserable. Just to make you feel hard done by 
sometimes the victim mentality can be damaging your physical and mental health.
But she posted something, and it was one of them long posts. And normally I don't read the whole post, but I read it. And mm-hmm. she was like to copy, paste, and do all this other stuff. But I knew that was her face because I know what her eyes look like. And she was in the hospital. And she was sharing how a lot of times people think that, you know, you got it going good, and they don't know what people are mm-hmm. going through. And I right. told her, give yourself permission to rest. Give yourself a break. You know, because I know she's a businesswoman. I know she writes books. I know she do. Mm-hmm. Now she's in the And I remember my right. god brother, Delano Blackwell, and I got to check up on him because Delano still has been in his coma state since August, Tammy. He still ain't came out. Wow. And wow. I don't really want to see him like that. Because I was told mm-hmm. that they only allowing one person at a time, and I don't want to go in there and I have a breakdown. I, I don't want right. to do it. But I right. know I got to go see my brother. I got to go see right. him. But even when right. he, and I'm about to cry even thinking about it, even when he hears my voice, he tries to open his eyes, or he'll try to move his head, or he, and it hurts me to see him like that. I, I can't. I can't do it. I, I just can't. But I got to face it, and I got to go see him, and I got to go deal with that. But I, I'm mm-hmm. praying that he makes it through, but he's been out. He's, he, he, I said, boy, when he gets done, he's going to have a serious story to tell. It's bad when you just too mean, and you just, <laughs> girl, because the lady you know, my last Thursday time. But yeah. August, I have not had a conversation with him since August. Now, so another thing is we have to steer clear of those who value the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, individuals right. value material possessions above all else. They're not happy. So when you look at no. people and they're rich and they're famous and they sometimes right. those are right. the most miserable people. But on look the how many of them kill themselves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? Like I tell people, there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. I'm not trying right. to be rich. I'm now trying to Mm-mm. inherit wealth so that I can have generational right. wealth for my ch- grandchildren, but they better be able to do something with it. I ain't trying to do all of this, and they mess around and everything. I work for it going and done in vain. Yeah. Now, yes. On the flip side, successful individuals surround themselves with other successful individuals. This helps them stay motivated, stay goal-focused, and envision the abundant opportunities available. Now, mm-hmm. every week, even when I say I'm so confident in all of this, I'm in confident at least once a week. I got to go down there to go see my grandson because if I don't, he will come visit me. So I'd rather go visit him right. than have him come visit me. So I don't forget <laughs> where I come from. I don't turn my nose mm-hmm. up at people. I don't do mm-hmm. that, but I try to make sure that individuals know you have an opportunity too. So one of the things mm-hmm. in regards to talk about is set goals and plan your own success. You right. can also be successful in your own way and compete against yourself, not against others. So when you compete mm-hmm. against yourself, you can set goals for yourself. You can strive to achieve those goals and set goals that are mm-hmm. attainable. Don't say right. next year I'm going to have a mansion or I'm going to go buy Tyler Perry. Right. Right. Don't do that right. to yourself because you set yourself no. up for failure. 
failure. And That's right. Also, when we talk about, and, and this is one of the things that I want to say, be happy for others. Lady T, yes. that's hard for some people to do. But you don't, you, yes. you don't have to be envious of another. No. You happy for that person. Right, so right, right. Don't be at a wedding saying, he shouldn't marry her. Or you know what that dress she got on. Right, or go to right. a baby shower where you just had a miscarriage and you think, I hope her baby dies. I hope her. No. Oh, that's Learn no, to be no. happy for others. Because when no, you no. to be happy for others, it's good for you. And then that way you know God is in the blessing business. That way you know it right. can also turn around for you. No, but if you if you understand that what God gives other people, if you understand that he didn't give it to you because he know the reaction everyone will have to what he blessed them with. That's why he blesses everyone differently because he knows what we can handle, what we can take care of, what we can deal with. That's what people okay. don't understand. That's why it's a blessing. We are all unique. You know, yes. and he deals with all of us in a different way because we are different. You know, we yes. it says we're like him. He made us all in his image, but we're different. Mm-hmm. But and you got to understand that. And yes, be happy, celebrate people. Whenever somebody do something, like, oh my God, that's so nice. I love celebrating people. I love when people come up because you know what? Instead of thinking about what you that should be me, that could have been me. Think about oh my God, I remember when I was in that place and God blessed me. You know, think about it like that. Think about, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I can't wait till I get there. You know, God, you. oh, I'm Thank so you. glad. I'm so happy for you. I just, ooh, mm-hmm. when it's my turn, I celebrate me, too. I say, because my time is coming. <laughs> that is true. And another thing, Lady T, the last one, we got to learn how to give back. When you give mm-hmm. back to others, right. your time, your money, your expertise, you volunteer at places, you know, yes, when, when individuals yes. call me, even for counseling, because I'm not taking on other clients right now, I'm, I'm slowing it down. I'm slowing it down. Right, right, I got, right, right. I don't mind. Yeah. I will sit and listen to them. I will ask them, what is your presenting problem? What type of insurance you have? And I will network mm-hmm. for them to try to get them the help that they need or looking for. And they'll right. tell me, you know what, thank right. you for listening to me. Thank you for helping me. Right. Right. You and know, I love, and I love to give. We have yeah, anybody to that know me. Yeah. Right. Anybody that know me know that I love to give. That's what I do. They be I hear all the time, Pam, you gotta learn how to receive, but I'm a giver. And I mm-hmm. love to give. And it's a blessing to give. It makes your heart happy if that's who you are. But see, that's what I'm saying. And that goes back to our what our topic when you envy somebody, make sure you envy, envy. If you envy somebody, are you going to give like they give? Are you going to do what they do, or you just want what they have? They want it all. They want it all. But you just want what they have. Because, for more yeah. abundance and flow. You know, that's why, I, like, um, my Lisa used to tell me when I would say stuff, she was like, God can trust you with that. God can trust you with that. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you don't, right. just because you give back don't mean you got to brag about it either. You don't have to go, well, you know, that, I gave someone. Right. Yeah, no, nope. you don't need to do that because that no, ain't going to give you that. no point. You know, you can if keep you do that, that's a reward. Thank you. Because God if knows. If you do that, that's a reward. Correct. God knows that you're able. Girl, my phone is ringing and I don't even know my phone number. I don't even get my house phone <laughs> number out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm saying. 
if you if you telling everybody what you're doing, that's your reward. I done done mm-hmm. so much for so many people, I ain't even mentioned it because I don't have to. It's nobody's yeah. business. Thank you. Nobody's business. But they know. So I but they know. I really, I really hope that the listeners out there was able to get some information in regards to the ways to prevent envy from negatively impacting your life. So that means if that is you and you're mad about your life, you don't feel happy with your life, do something about it. Don't try to right. take somebody else's life because you don't know right. what that person is is going through, been through, or is expected to go through, you might wind up having right. to endure their pain. So right. get yours. Work, wait for yours. Wait for your Boaz. Wait for your princess don't, or your queen. Don't get so thirsty and needy and desperate to you just want to go take something that you think is already made. No. Right. No. Right. Somebody, you know what? Obama is a sexy, handsome man. But without Michelle, honey, he might be a hot mess. <laughs> so when we start looking at stuff like that, people are so busy trying to break down, tear down. Don't don't do it. Just don't right. do it. At the end of that is not working. Build yours. Build yours up. It says a dream. You like your little piece of man, and he's happy with you, or y'all feel that up. You know, don't just want the other woman to cross the street to us and that's outside the grass and all that. Teach yours how to do it. Down there? So, anything, Ms. Maria, does she have anything for the listeners before we end the show today? Oh, no. She in her own world. I'm back. She was on my phone. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, thank you for joining us here. No, I'm just going to say... Before you, before you even, if the enemy even try to make you think about it and, and, and put it on your mind, just block it out. Don't do it. Don't do it because Correct. it's not worth it. Correct. It's not and worth you know it. What? You know what I say, Lady T? Sometimes you cannot help who you are attracted to, but don't mean you got to act. That's them. right. You don't you know, have, that's, that's right. If you're attracted to that person and you have a strong attraction to that person, that's normal. That happens. But that don't mean it's yours, nor do it mean you have to act on it. But acknowledge right. it. Right. Don't act on it. Right. Okay? Right. Don't so, act on it. Go find go find someone just like what you attracted to. Mm-hmm. That's okay. available. <laughs> you said that's available. <laughs> no, somebody I heard somebody say when you out in the dating world now, you don't ask the person if they're dating. You say, is there anyone out there that may think y'all a couple <laughs> or an idol? Okay. Because most people are not going to be honest. So is there anybody right. claiming you on their taxes? Is there anybody under the impression that you guys are okay. in the relationship? So we got to right. become more creative because a lot of times people are not going to be honest with you because some individuals are out there playing at And if they're doing right. that, and some individuals are just cheaters. They're cheaters by nature, and they need to really right. work on that because they don't realize the harm and the damage and the destruction that they're not only causing right. you, but it's also causing themselves, especially when they get caught. That's when it's a baby, baby, right. you take me back. Nobody got time for that. So, again, right. Thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments, Block Talk Radio. Appreciate your feedback. Any topics you want to hear, want us to bring up, you can text me, you can email me, you can call me. 
because I don't know my home phone number, so I don't even know why my phone's ringing. So, again, thank you. Thank you again, Lady T. I appreciate your input as it relates oh, to this. No problem. Because these are topics that we really need to talk about, especially yes. as it relates to the church, because people yes. sit in silence because they don't know how to address these issues. But we didn't get a chance right. to talk about how to confront it. But you want to confront mm-hmm. it with love. You don't want to go and say, I know you're jealous of me. No, you don't need to do that. Because you no. don't know who you're messing Because no. if you're embarrassed, right. it might make a big old mess. But you want to do right. it in love. But you also want to protect yourself. And safety is of the utmost importance. So if you have a friend and your friend is getting too close all up in your business and trying to destroy your marriage, your friend mm-hmm. might be trying to get close to your man. Because your That's friend right. may want to. Like, don't wind up on a Lifetime movie or wind up on the news where you kind of got too comfortable with your friend because you missed the signs. So, you know, Lady T, that might be a show we might need to talk about is the signs because as a teenager, I didn't know the signs. You know, I know my mother used to tell me that ain't your friend. And I didn't know what my mother was talking about. Even in my young adulthood, my mother would say, Jeanette, you know that man, that girl's husband is looking at you. I didn't know. I really didn't know those things. Right. So we might need to talk about just the sign so that individuals won't just be paranoid and suspecting people of doing okay. things. Got to know mm-hmm. what it is you're looking at. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Let me get ready to deal with this landlord and figure out what I'm going to do with my Huntington Beach office. Well, I know I'm not going to close oh, it what? down. But I gotta, I'm going to just go downsize it and make it a small office because I'm not going to pay all that rent. And I'm only there one day a week, and I don't even go to one day. So I already got somebody okay. else in the office. So love you. Right. Talk to you later. And love I'll you. be back with you next time when we can go have our dinner. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.